Terra Ignota, Episode 7, Part 3. Anyway, anyway, you guys walk into the tavern. We just gotta get sponsored, man. Yeah. Yeah, we walk into the tavern. <clears throat> we see the goth dwarf. He's not goth. You don't know his life. <laughs> I mean, if a green tunic and red hair makes you goth, then yes. Just screams goth. Yeah. <laughs> well, the ear, it's the he's, earrings he's of the mohawk. He's alt goth. <laughs> He's like he's, he's in dwarf. He's do the, a colorful goth. Do the piercings seem weird for a dwarf slash for any culture in the region? Make a knowledge geography check. Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen. Um. No. They don't seem terribly strange. It's it's not uncommon, especially to have maybe so many piercings, um, but plenty of people wear wear earrings and occasionally, you know, nose piercings or other other adornment. Um, one of the things that I will say, and you can feel free to correct me if if I'm wrong, Ryan, but um, based on the the build and individual and personal stylings. Uh, you can probably pick out, you said 18, based on having met a few different dwarves, that he is a, uh, Golden Hall dwarf. Um, the majority of the dwarves that you guys have met before, or a lot of them, were, um, yeah, most of the dwarves that you guys have met is, are, are Golden Hall dwarves. Okay. Um. And they tend to be a lot more vivacious and f more full of personality and individual difference than um, the other smaller subset of dwarves that you've met, which were Marlm dwarves, mm -hmm. which tend to be a lot more stout and stoic. Mm -hmm. Okay. The moody ones. Mm -hmm. But not the... Not the <laughs> you've only met one... One Lesh yeah, Lesh mm -hmm. And he yeah. was... Uh, yeah. Very yeah. quiet. Yeah, I remember mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Okay. Almost monk-like. <laughs> one yes. say. One, one might say he was almost monk-like. Yes. Yes. So. In any case, you guys have walked into the tavern. Uh, he seems to still be busy in conversation with the other co Is there, like, a lot of other people in there? Is it busy or not really? Um, I would, I would say that there are currently... It's kind of like midday. Four individuals that he is... In conversation with that all seem to be a group of probably common patrons that have stopped in for lunch. Regulars. Yeah, that are taking up one of the tables near the bar. <laughs> what? There's nothing wrong with regulars. <laughs> I loved it when I was a regular in a bar. It was so nice just to be able to have somewhere to go. I know. Relax. And what Katie was the one who was like regulars. No, it was like regulars. Yeah, like people who were always there. I'm just like that now. Um, well, let's, let's, uh, roll up to the bar or whatever and... Have some lunch? Yeah, have yeah, some lunch. Get, what, get some lunch and time. something to drink and, and, and start in on interrogating all y'all, all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Casually inquire. Commence the grilling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You head on up over to the bar and, uh, you kind of stand there for a moment 
and then he kind of sort of recognizes that you guys are there because he's been relatively busy in conversation. Oi! Hey, welcome in. How can I help you? Can we get a round of whatever you've got on for lunch? A, a round? Lunch. Food. You're looking for food. Food. I, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Any specific requests? What have, what have you what, got? What have you got? What's on the What's menu? good? Well, there's a, a batch of roasted vegetables that's just fresh out. Oh. The yeah. number of things from the local gardens here, quite interesting. Or if you're looking for something a bit more hearty, we've got uh, some sandwiches. You could throw it together. A bit of uh, cold cuts of yesterday's uh, dinner meat. Sandwiches. I'll go for a yesterday's dinner meat. Yep. Cold cut. Right. I'll have the vegetables. Right. <laughs> vegetables. Sandwich. 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 Vegetables. Mm-hmm. Right. Two of each. Coming right up. In fort say. Into drinking. We'll be fine. Anything to drink? Yeah, a round of ale. Sure. Aye, any uh, specific preference? A light ale? A light, okay, a light ale. Yeah. Around a lighter ale. Can do. That's uh, the one. Be right back. Kind of steps off behind the bar and through a little door in the back room. Some time passes. You guys take a seat at a table somewhere in the interior. Then it comes back out with uh, uh, three plates on kind of balanced on one arm. Two of them are the sandwiches. They're just kind of like wooden, like round wooden platters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, balancing on one arm. Uh, he's got the other one that's sort of like resting on his arms right here, and then in this hand he's got four mugs that all <laughs> oh, seem Jesus. to be. And he just kind of just comes out with all of the food all at once, Definitely walks over to your table, that. and then, you know, in sort of a pretty deft motion, manages mm-hmm. to slide all of the plates onto the table, grab this one, set it down, and put the mugs down in front of the table. Uh, that'll be... However much the food is, I'm not worried. I don't have it up in front of me. We'll we'll run the cost of food at the end of the day. Yeah. The prices so are in per day, so it's easier to look at that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Hey, uh, nice. Well, y'all lot seems to be some new faces. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Forgewood, and uh, welcome to Jan and Tonics. I'm Tonic. Oh. Nice to meet you. Oh. Nice to meet you as well. Yeah. I'm Alexander. This on, is on Ondine. Ondine yeah. Emeth. Urban, and together we make up the Haney Adventuring Committee. Yeah, pleased to meet you. What uh, brings you to our humble establishment? Well, or to lunch Wood for one. Mm-hmm. Well, you come to a good spot for that. <laughs> yes. And secondly, we're trying to track down um, Ormond Fallhammer. Ormond? Yes. Hey. I know, I know Ormond. Uh, Ormond is... Here we go. I I know Armand. Yeah, he's uh, uh, I suppose a bit of a regular here. Mm-hmm. Occasionally comes in every now and again with uh, some good friends of his. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen him for a bit though. Hmm. Yeah, that's. When was when when was the last time you you saw him? Do you uh, think? roughly? You want to say maybe a couple of weeks ago. Oh. I uh, believe it was his uh, a birthday celebration. Oh, birthday. He was in here with uh, with all of his friends 
as I recall, it was his uh, 83rd birthday. Oh, nice. Mm. Middle-aged dwarf. Or no. Middle-aged. Yeah. I, uh... I took off for the end of my shift shortly after, because uh, it's Jan who typically is running the evening shift. But, uh... Yeah, as I recall, he was in with, um... The, the three friends of his that he's normally with. Who are, who, who are the... Hi, you know, well... The, their names? Uh, yes, the, one of them is the Dwarven Woman. I believe she's an armorer. Works up in the uh, Forge District in a small workshop a bit away from the main the main uh, Great Forge. Uh, her name's uh, Ferdir. Uh, Ferdir Gwyn Hollow, I believe. The... Uh, other couple friends, one of them's a sort of a funny human sort. Bit of a bit of a character, that one. I believe his name's Percival. Um, <laughs> Percival uh, Calavius, if I recall. He's got a, a workshop somewhere, but I don't know if he works in the uh, in the forage district. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one is... Uh, that, that Faust boy, uh, Kendrick. Kendrick Faust. Faust? Faust. Hey. Yeah, he's the uh, eldest son of the Faust family. Ooh, quite the uh, the socialite. He's in here quite a bit more often. But, uh, good friends with Ormond. Interesting. Is yeah, he in he, here he... right now? Uh, no. Oh. Not at the moment. Does he live in? A bit of a nightlife, <laughs> that one. Ah. Uh. Lives up, up top, presumably. Mm-hmm. Aye. Yeah. Yeah. With the rest of his family. Is the mm-hmm. Faust family involved in one of the major businesses mm-hmm. in the timber? One of them. Yes. Right? The. Okay. Yeah. The main. Okay. The. Uh, That's the. Faust family uh, made most of their money here with timber. Brewer and oh, there were three. Brewers and Lascos. Faust Brewer and Lascos. That's correct. Okay. Okay. Aye, but uh, aye, the Faust oversee or own, I guess, most of the operations of the Foresters Guild here. Mm-hmm. And obviously the uh, rule of that guild has expanded somewhat over time, but uh, it got started as a lumber camp. Mm-hmm. So the uh, patron, I guess, father of the Faust family is the one who owns the guild, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Uh, his name's Demetrius. Demetrius. Duh. Hey, if you're looking for Ormond, I'd suggest tracking down one of them. Is there like a directory of businesses or something? <laughs> hey, most of that information you'd probably be able to find up at the Council's Grotto. Okay. Council's Grotto. That's that uh, important looking building up the top of the uh, Forest District. The lava pit? What? The, hmm? No. That's what? the forge district. The important looking the important building, looking at, the building. Top, at the top of the forge district. Not the lava pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> important to me. Yeah. But it's not <laughs> a building. It is. The lava pit's not a building. <laughs> well, well, it's around a here we call that the Great Forge. Ah, okay. Thank you. You know anything about that? Any you know, history or fables about that? It seems I unusual. Admit, yep. I agree. But it's certainly a pride of this town. Mm. I would say that it, well, 
It's a forge in the wood, ain't it? Forge the lava. That it is. You know, it's a good question. As I understand it, it's flowing from a bit of uh, underground volcanic activity in the, uh, uh, what's the mountain range that way? <coughs> it is the, uh, the Brewer Collis? Or Brewer Collis, that's the one. Is that related to the... I the Brewer that. family. But the Brewer family. Hi, <laughs> it is. Oh. Uh-oh. They were the uh, uh, first Amazing. established family to settle up over here. Paid and funded for a lot of exploration in this direction. People with money like to things have things named after them. That's generally true. I suppose most. Yeah. How'd you have it a mountain range named after you? Make you feel mighty important about yourself, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what did you they're, say? They were mine. They're, they're Masons. Masons? I mean, I wouldn't know anything about naming anything after myself. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Definitely not. Or Alexander with the community. Yeah. Are, they, are they humans? Did they come from the Empire? I would imagine if they were the first family Ooh, out the here, brewers? of course they were. Aye, yes. Yes. Oh, hard Tindarian stock. I like the most of them. Are all three of the major families humans? They are. Interesting. The others don't have a mountain range named after them, though. No. I wonder why. Well, if you're first, you know. I suppose. Okay, any idea where we can find the uh, other two? Like you said, they... He pauses for a, a moment and, and goes as if to crack a joke and then decides not to. Right, figure it for us. That was fine. Um, Do you mind, sir? <laughs> Don't really Yeah, just because, you know, we're just trying to locate Orvin because our employer back in Crag actually uh, commissioned a piece from him and right. hadn't, you know. It's a long bit of travel. Just, just a little bit, you know. A month or so. <laughs> Oi. I haven't been up that way in some time. Oh, yeah? About, about how long? Oh, a few years? <clears throat> yeah, we, uh... Like a fair bit of the dwarves that are on this side of the Forgotten Sea. Most of us ended up in mining at one point, but, uh sort of slaps his forearms. Not built for that. <laughs> Decided I'd want to see a bit more of the land. I kind of go, yeah, I understand. <laughs> well, I hear that people in Forgewood don't really leave the gates, leave the walls. You're it's not true. not seeing much of the land out here, are you? No, but it's a quite uh, lovely place. Great bit of scenery. Interesting people. Lots of opportunity for uh, hospitality. Mm. Which I quite like. <laughs> oh, for sure. Between you and me, there's a fair bit of people with a lot of money here. Seems like it. They'll pay pay a good bit for stuff brought back over from uh, the Empire. Or things imported from elsewhere. Like there's, the homeland. Is there somewhere specifically to go for that? I stop at about any tavern here. Yeah. We all import a wide variety of things. Well, we have some things we might be willing to trade or sell, so... 
Certainly. Yeah. Wands, magic armor. <laughs> it was more looking for booze. Ah. <laughs> well, oh, we, we have uh, we have that some of that gin. It's not much though. No. I think it might it's be open at this point. <laughs> you guys did buy a number of bottles. We bought yeah, five okay. bottles of the gin. Oh, okay. It's very specialized. That was from um, the Sheep Town. Dunmere's Pass. Dunmere's Pass. Hey, it's interesting. I uh, haven't heard of it. I'll just like start really? rummaging through through my backpack and pull out probably like one bottle that has been open and just like yeah. just be like here you, taste? you know certainly <laughs> reaches up like kind of off to the side and unhooks a little bit of a, a tankard from his hip yeah, and I'll just <laughs> I just pour like you know like, like a, a finger and you know yeah. or whatever kind of knocks it back ooh it's pungent. It's Quite like it. It's got a little heft to it, but you know, we are kind of. You wouldn't have a bit more of it. You're looking to offload, would you? Possibly. I I we have about four unopened bottles. Uh, Could look to parting with maybe like three of those. Hey, that's quite generous. What uh, what are you asking? Can't remember what paid for it. Please hold. Mark it up. No, I know. I know. Hold. Please hold. Please hold. Uh, I'm not. Sh- I can't remember when we were there. Last I session, kn- right? I know I did not write that four down. Four sessions ago. It's like yeah, three or four. Mm-hmm. Oh right, that's then not. It was in not not Den's no. mouth after nope. that. Dunmere's Pass. Dunmere's Pass. I believe it was probably the first. Recorded session? No. no. It wasn't. No. I just it it to wasn't it. the end of a session, though, so it might have been. No, because Dunmere's Pass was after Dead's no, Mouth, yeah, right? Y- yeah. yeah, you're oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. We can always go back. Oh, okay. Yeah, carry on to Dunmere Pass, blah, blah, blah. Getting there, getting there. Gin, purpley, berry, fruity, clove, spice. Why did I not write down how much I bought it for? Hold on. What is no, this? Oh, I see. <laughs> That's a ram. A horned goat. Catch. Okay. Uh, we paid one gold per, per, per bottle. bottle. So. So we could mark that up by quite a bit if we wanted to. But, but. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's see. Considering the distance and the danger it took to get here, and that it's very small batch, I would say we could five gold per bottle. Okay, make a diplomacy check. Please, dice, be nice to me. Oh, that's a thirty. Oh, yeah, it seems quite reasonable. Yeah. Uh, three bottles, you said? Yeah, three. Just a moment. <laughs> Heads over behind the counter. You hear a little bit of a, some rustling. Counting out some coins. <clears throat> Comes back over and hands you uh, 15 gold. 
and I pull out three bottles of the gin okay. and hand it over. Throws them under his arms, grabs the third bottle, heads over, and puts them up on the shelves behind the bar. Maybe he would like some of those flowers. Oh, yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need some uh, table decorations? Because <laughs> we don't need these. He, he sees them and laughs. Hey, I see you found the, found the flower bucket. Yeah, he was very generous. <laughs> it seems you were as well. <laughs> well, it, it was not false advertising. No, Definitely no. brightened our day. Yep. Hey, it's true. Do you have a, a, a loved one at home? I mean, there's Jen, but... She ain't much for flowers. What about your tables? <laughs> they look awfully empty. Well, I mean, if you're looking to give them away, I'll spruce up the place. Okay. He was just tired of carrying <laughs> around flowers. Sort of the package deal with the gym. <laughs> much appreciated. <laughs> Takes the bundle of flowers. <laughs> Okay, so... Goes and, like, kind of lays them on the bar and sort of, like, arranges them into just, like, a nice little, like, laid-down cluster. They are wildflowers, but are any of them... Do any of them have interesting characteristics? I mean, like... Are you asking him? No, I'm asking you. You're asking me? Like, lilies are poisonous. Yeah, ask Ryan, I guess. Okay. Is there anything interesting about any of them? Knowledge nature! (laughs) Good thing I gave this what? So much knowledge, nature. Okay. Quick. What? Catch me up. <laughs> Natural one. I sold three it's bottles of our gin. Six. Oh, yeah, she sold, we sold okay. <laughs> They're pretty. They're real pretty. Good. Yeah, they okay. have they have the unique characteristic of being just, flowers. I still have my now. handful of ones I stole out of Urban's oh. armpit. I don't think so. you have to steal any. No, I well, I plucked them and he threatened I, me. So. I sold three <laughs> bottles of the gin we got in Dunsmere's past. We bought them for one gold apiece. Oh. I sold them for five gold apiece. Yes! Yeah. Nice. And we made a friend. Awesome. Yeah. The bartender? Yeah. 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 Awesome. Pleasant. The owner. Cool. The, the owner. Yeah. yeah. I guess he did, he did yes. tell us Connie. about yeah. Orman's friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. He told us about Orman's friends and, yeah, was, and then uh, like, again, kind of with like what I did with Jason and say, you know, if, if Orman shows up. Uh, could you just let him know that we're looking for him? We're nice. staying over at the Certainly. Fate and Favor. I'd, I'd be happy to. Thank you so much. Keep an eye out. Best of luck finding him. He's a quiet fellow, but he's an alright chap. Should we head back and look for Percival and Furtier and... Where would we look for them? Do we just want to finish up well, what we, we need to do that... in the Merchant's Fail first? Yeah. yeah, let's and then do let's that. Go. Yeah. And we, and we, we know that one of them, at least, is... Fairly regular, a fairly regular patron yeah. of Mr. Jane Faust. Yes. I guess we just go to his house. Well, what? they well, might not no, just let anyone just up hang into out the... at... We'll come back tonight. I assume we yeah. could just hang out at the Jane and Tonics. Or we could do the get in with the Foresters Guild and then be like, well, hey, we work for you now. You were not here for, for the Faust family information, right? Some of it. Some of it? Okay. I think I got the beginning And the of brewer. The, well, that, I that his friend stuff. was the son of yeah. the head of the house? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got that. The eldest okay. son. Mm-hmm. The eldest okay. son. Yeah. So presumably the heir to right. the right. whole lot. Right. And Tonig said that... What was his name again? Frederick? 
Which who? Percival? Kidrick. Ken Kendrick. 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 Percival Clavius. Kendrick Faust. For dear Gwynhall. But he said that Kendrick Faust was a regular. A regular. Yeah. Like a regular regular. Like a regular well, regular. He's a socialite. He's seen him around a lot. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Ondine. Pro- yeah. <laughs> oh. Probably not hard to find. Mm-hmm. So. I I don't know how to ask this of Torig, but like I feel like we should Bonic. try to Tonic. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the god. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we should really. I don't know how to ask him either. <laughs> ask for some like some like street knowledge like. I just, I feel like with us staying at like a little bit more of a fancy hotel in, but mm-hmm. we're not going to get a lot of information there. And I don't feel like I know what the Foresters Guild is all about. Mm-hmm. It just seems a little vague and I probably shouldn't be asking those questions. Why not? You can totally ask those questions. No. No, I usually seem a little bit off when I talk to people, <laughs> so maybe someone else, but... What? Is this shared between foresters. us or no? <laughs> Does anybody else think that it's kind of weird? Well, that what? Well, the, the Foresters Guild, like, it just seems... I don't know. What? A little bit weird. Why? Well... well it doesn't seem... We're just eating our lunch and kind of yeah, yeah, discussing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's he's wandered back yeah, up yeah, and is yeah. joking with his pals. It doesn't really yeah, seem I mean, any more unusual than prepping for the next that crag is run by basically one family. Like, dwarven family. No, I meant more like what they're actually doing. Like we've got the three families here in oh, the, in mm-hmm. Forge so, and that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I just So they they forage, they hunt, they yeah, timber. I mean, what the hell is the point? We haven't seen anything made of this wood elsewhere. Where is all That's of this true. going? Like, what are they making? They're cutting down these trees for what reason? That's a are, good And they're, they're saying that they're also hunting, but that seems kind of weird. Well, I just, I don't know. Would, would this wood possibly be transported to Terra Regis or Terra Fidelis? Ooh, would you guys Something that? that, like, I would have seen maybe mm-hmm. somewhere in, like, yeah. the capital? Mm-hmm. Or... Mind you, I don't have knowledge geography. Yeah. <laughs> would it be well, something it would that... Be, but it would local be local for... because she was local. <laughs> mm. I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Make knowledge local or knowledge geography. But Your choice. You can make this as well. Okay. Because I was, like, I mean, I'm from an aristocratic family. Like, yeah. If it was... Did you have furniture made of this? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, if it was that's, the that's nice a 17. Yeah. question, we would have... 17 oh, for Jesus me. fucking Christ. <laughs> a three plus... Whatever oh. my knowledge geography. You guys, oh, you guys are just You're rolling. Good. I haven't, I haven't rolled above. I, no, no, I, we're rolling five. Like, I haven't rolled yeah, okay. above a five specifically on a knowledge check all just, day. Which is mind is elsewhere. Yeah. You're really focused on getting. I've been rolling You're really well on perception. <laughs> He's real stuff. shook. The mist man. <laughs> sure. uh, I got a seventeen. Seventeen. Geography. I got a twelve. No, no, a ten. Ten. Um, and this was for knowledge local. Yeah, for specifically for the capital, Regis. Terra Regis. Whether I'd seen it like 
in any of the fancier places you, I've been. You haven't in that context, and you surmise that it's probably just the amount of time that some of these trade routes would be established. It hasn't maybe found its way with Got any it level there. of saturation. Yeah. Um, Bostonia? We, but I will say that you probably did see or at least hear of this material being used for um, not only finery, but construction in mm -hmm. places like Bostonia and Consus Crossing due to its uh, hardiness and general strength. Hmm. Yeah. You also have heard that um, it is often used as a combustible because it burns hotter than typical wood. Oh. <clears throat> we don't know this unless we share any. I'm just trying to make my notes here, Hardy. Now I've lost it. Hardy <laughs> strong fucking wood, okay. And combustible. Combustible. Super combustible. Yep. Make a make a general intelligence check, everybody as well. Yes. That's a 14. It's a plus one. That's a 20. What the fuck? Six. Six. Damn it. It's only just now occurring to you, Emma, to really be like thinking about and keeping an eye out for this stuff, so you're not really recalling any specific instances of having seen this. Alexander, you do recall actually seeing a cart laden with this similar wood material oh. in... Um, Janus March, you just didn't mm -hmm. think anything of it at the moment until oh, okay. suddenly mm -hmm. you're over here and it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. There was some of this being exported. We, I, I saw, I recall seeing a cart in Janus March. Well, and and uh, uh, what's his face at the Forcers Guild did say that that he would hire people to like take loads of timber mm -hmm. over the pass, so... Right. Yeah. Hmm. Possibly. Like... Merchants would buy timber. Merchants could pass. buy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. I guess it just still hmm. seems a little weird. Like, it seems like a very imperial perspective, but this doesn't seem like a terribly imperial town. Like... For people to be like wandering into the forest and cutting trees down, I mean, we experienced mm -hmm. the weird disorientation. You have to have, as a, a native local, some kind of respect for that. Mm -hmm. And to be risking the ire of the Forgewood in general and, and your own bodily risk for just some gold trade, I just, I don't know. It seems. People do. It doesn't seem crazier things for money. Mm -hmm. They, I mean, it must be money makes the world go around. Else. Valuable. Right. I guess we don't have any sense of scope for that. No. It must be incredibly profitable to go through all of that if it's yeah. worth go undergoing all of the risk, like you're mentioning. Mm. To mine it or to 
Well, and, and the foresters guild. Combine the forest. <laughs> <laughs> the foresters guild was pretty quick to offer us a job. That also seems a little bit strange to just like indoctrinate us, like be like, oh, you're here. Sure, come on. It's like you do hmm. nothing about us. Yeah, I mean, I did. I guess I did kind of find it weird that like he he was quick to offer. Well, that probably means that the danger is higher than yeah. he's saying. <laughs> probably. Yeah. We're nobody to him. If we go missing, who cares? Right? Yeah. I don't know. And maybe, yeah, maybe they just give out memberships to the Foresters Guild. Like, well, I... Like... Well, maybe they go through people like and they have to do that. Like, flowers from the flower guy. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, mm-hmm. So... You think that's a possibility? That people die in, in the Foresters oh. Guild all the time? Yeah. Go well, missing? I bet. They disappear. I would assume... If they're How out do you more ask than that? six hours. <laughs> Got any now, friends? That what's your fatality rate? <laughs> uh, yeah. How's the hazard pay? Yeah. <laughs> Workers comp. Yeah. Uh, insurance. Okay. Life insurance Just, policy. Mm-hmm. You don't show back up for, you know, three years. Send money home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wood has got to be worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Highly combustible. But, so they're not using it themselves because they've got the lava flow. They don't need it to, like, self-sustain. So where is that going for well, that purpose? Is it, is, just because it's combustible doesn't mean well, it's self-sustaining. Or well, like, the, or lo- like, the lava is, is self-sustaining. Yeah, they don't need oh, the yeah, wood yeah. For, for their own forges. Yeah. You did see some no, of them. I thought they were. Wood. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ryan specifically mentioned that somebody went over with wood and mm-hmm. lit it and oh, threw it into true. a forge. Yep. And it and it yeah. lit like okay. before mm-hmm. it even touched. Well he did but dip it, it into it, lava. Yeah. 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 Okay. But okay. even faster, because mm-hmm. it's highly combustible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You're like, okay. Yes. Alright. <laughs> the lava's I, I, this aren't necessarily the same thing. Yes. It's sure. not as though the wood explodes on contact with fire. Yeah, yes. no, I didn't think it was. Unless it's wet. It burns very hot. Which, okay. higher temperature burning would be very useful for forging and Mm-hmm. Not, so. Well, yeah. I guess if I'm the only one that feels uneasy about this, we should just move forward. It's something that we could explore later, but mm-hmm. I mean, I still think the focus needs to be on finding Gorman. Right oh, yeah. Definitely. Agreed. So, yep. <sighs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's just sell this stuff that we already know. Let's finish up here and maybe head back to the forge. Mm-hmm. And because favor. Do we right. want to go back to the inn, or do we want to try to see if we can at least locate the armorer, the dwarf lady? I thought we were going home. to sell. We're going to how sp- long sell stuff? Take? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, maybe it might take the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how much time we have. Can we fast run that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Certainly. Yes. So. Selling montage. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and have who wants to spearhead the selling effort? No. Perception check, please. <laughs> but I can. I would ask for help for places to sell, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
I'll keep. I'll look. That's for, a. It's a nineteen perception. I'll keep an eye out and see if I see any places that look like they are frequented or that gonna take like. 20 minutes. Okay. And see if I see any shops that look like they have people with nicer, cleaner clothing. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 make, make a perception check. I don't know feel about you right now. <laughs> can, I, can I sense motive on this? Yes. Sure. Oh my god. Oh, that's so uh, oh, it's only 10. Wow. I was not paying attention to your snobbery. You have a knight of one? No. 10. It was a four. Oh, okay. It was a four. Hold on, math is so hard right now. Uh, no, I don't have a negative. I don't have a negative set on on anything charisma based. Three. Come on. Come on. So you do see uh, glancing around up in what appears to basically be the third story. There's a shop uh, that. Kind of looks like it might be maybe more of a magical wares shop um, that has a, a very nice kind of done-up storefront. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see just barely kind of shading your eyes from the midday sun poking through the canopy. There's like a couple of really nice um, armor stands in the front windows mm-hmm. that appear to be adorned with some incredibly well um Design bits of armor, um, and they're kind of done up on the stands with, like, like the full accoutrement that you mm-hmm. would when wearing like reasonable armor. Mm-hmm. So there's like a bright red gambeson underneath mm-hmm. of it, and mm-hmm. sort of this, um, you know, uh, on the one of them, the other one's got this really vibrant navy blue arming coat mm-hmm. and all of the you know the little arming points and all the ties that are attaching the plates to the mm-hmm. coat are all done with like what appears to either be like silver or brass end caps you know it's all very mm-hmm. uh high and polished and there's not a lot of foot traffic up there but a couple mm-hmm. of the individuals that you do see seem to be people of probably generally higher wealth just mm-hmm. based on the way that they're dressed mm-hmm. um you know a couple of people with just reasonably nice riding boots and long kind of overcoats mm-hmm. um, that just seem to be not the kind of people who are probably wandering in and buying armor, but they mm-hmm. seem to be enjoying the shop in any case. Right. Um, you suspect that that might be a reasonable place to offload mm-hmm. enchanted equipment mm-hmm. that is in good repair. Yeah. Um, and we have a couple mm-hmm. really nice pieces. Mm-hmm. Ondine, you do find a number of places that seem to be suitable for offloading some of the other equipment. Um, you do see on sort of a second story, uh, up a, a, a nice little ladder in kind of a mid-height on a particular tree, a gemstone, oh, uh, nice. a jeweler, yeah. that would be a good place to offload the gems. Um, you guys also, I believe, just have some other general mundane stuff that you managed to hawk to a general trinketry location. Yeah. So what I would like to do is to have both of you make diplomacy rolls mm. uh, to try to negotiate a decent price on the goods that you're selling. Wait, are we doing this separately? I was I was just looking sure. for a place. I was going to have Undine helm the... Helm both. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna. It'll take it'll it'll take more time for the day to do it, but yeah, go ahead and make two separate diplomacy rolls. I think that's all right. 
My plus uh, zero diplomacy. My first one is Fair a 26. Enough. Okay. And my second one is, oh, not as great. Uh, it's still a 22. Still a 22. <laughs> okay. Let me just think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. You, uh, my roll would have been... You spend a fair bit of time um, unloading massive amounts of stuff from the bag of holding and selling it to the, these various I'm just, I'm just vendors. sitting there at the counters going, and this, and this, <laughs> yeah. and this, and this. And uh, apart but from... Wait, the, there's more. There's more. What uh, if I threw in this? And, and apart from... Uh, in some cases, the initial, like, being taken aback by just the sheer amount of stuff that you guys have produced, you managed to negotiate a reasonably competitive price. Um, all said and done, you accumulate 4,175 gold. Oh, fuck yeah! And uh, 15 silver. <laughs> <laughs> That's that throwaway, huh, right total, there. In total sales from the various mundane magic items, gemstones, jewelry, enchanted equipment. Over to a thousand each and the rest of the party. Or do we want to... I mean, we can split it up for some personal funds, but maybe we should keep the majority in party funds because the majority of what we do is party stuff. Maybe 500 each? And then the rest party? Yeah, so that's... Yeah, so two thousand for us, and then twenty-one seventy-five for party. For party. Mm-hmm. So this is like fifty-fifty split. Sure. And y'all are officially ballers now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I climb down the ladder to where Urban is, and I go, and that's how it's done. <laughs> oh, Murdoch, come back. So because the adventuring committee you, you is climb named down the ladder after go me, does that mean bridge. I get to embezzle Cross from the over party? Cross over <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> you had your own risk. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Ryan, Sox. I have a question. Yes. So, for the markets and, and stuff, is it that the higher up in the trees you get, the nicer the shops? Is there like this like <laughs> physical classing thing? Or is that just... It's, is that not actually If happening? anything, it's the other way around. Oh. So stuff on the ground level tends uh, to be more high-end? The stuff on the ground level Did tends to be larger. Okay. And so... Like like more product? There, there's, no, there's no distinct classic. Obviously, you found this very nice armors and magic equipment shop higher up in the trees. Um, it's not so much classing as it is the more niche something is, the more likely it is to be higher up. Well, that is kind of classing. Because people who, who are... Yes, but, mean, but not like not like all the hoity-toity things are in the upper upper levels. Okay. Yeah, what, what you guys Top found shelf. is the equivalent of like... more demand-based. Like the weird sure. antique okay. market that's around the corner behind the deli that... that <laughs> only those really in the know know about. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So so things like things like the taverns and inns and general goods stores and 
food stalls and things tend to be lower down, mostly on the ground. No. Um, where other shops and more specific stores tend to be higher up. That makes perfect sense. I mean, things that are, have less foot traffic and less appeal are going to not have the same... Um, I guess they're not going to have the demand. Same, well, yeah, and so they the same probably presence. are not going to pay for having a spot in that area sure. in the sense that they're a little bit... Yeah. Removed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. I knew that diplomacy was going to come in handy one day. Mm -hmm. So we'll say that consumed another couple hours of yeah. effort. Yeah. Um, it is now late afternoon, and you guys are in the middle of the Merchant's Vale. What to do? Late afternoon. Well, we could try to go back to the Forge District and find either Percival or... For deer. For deer. For deer. Um, because they seem more stationary, although um, Tonic was not 100% sure where Percival's shop was. Possibly not even in the Forge District, but definitely for deer's was. Do you guys want to do that? Yeah. Do you want to go back to our inn? Do you want to just go and hang out at the... Jan and Tonic for the rest of the evening. Spend a little cash. I think we should try to find get a little bit farther on the Ormond thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ondine wants to find a brothel. I pay well. I know how it is. <laughs> I saw that eyebrow raise. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> I agree that we should continue tracking down yeah. um, Ormond yes, as sorry. much as we can. So Perhaps we could start with Fair Deer, Fair Deer. Dwarven Armorer. I also like to place an order at oh. an armorer. Hey, that'll... For what? Two birds, one stone. Exactly. Well, one bird, one chain shirt. But, ah. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need a chain shirt? You have one, right? No, oh. it's for bird. For feathers. Oh. No, for bird brain. Yeah, bird brain. Oh, God. Hot feathers. Oh. Did <laughs> <laughs> you want a flower? <laughs> we have one flower left. It's Thank not. you. Oh, no, you took some. It's just what I need. mind if we went back to the right there. Gold. Oh, good shit, guys. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, where would you guys like to go? But yes, for a birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to try to see if we can find for Deer's workshop. Okay. Um, and Irvin, was there anything, any material components you needed to make some of the things? What do you guys want to make? Well, mm. considering what we just got... I, I feel like you you had mentioned being able to make me some new boots. Yeah, and Alexander had uh, some monocles that he wanted made. We could actually take the entire 2,000 party funds and it would be 50 gold short. And I could make both of those. Hmm? Oh, I would have used my own personal funds mm -hmm. for, for my thing. I don't think... Yeah, I think that's a good use of party funds, but... 
Hmm. Yeah. I mean, what so what, are, what are we really going to spend party funds on? I mean, that's well, inns, and I mean, two thousand gold is a lifetime of inns and feed. And yeah, inns, inns and feed and things like that. But also we. But it we used, sucks to run out of that too. We used party funds to, make to buy the um, to buy the package off of Castos that we delivered and made a okay. yeah. small profit on. Seventy five gold profit. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess is actually pretty good. That's not bad so, for a package yeah. of something that we were going here anyways. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Having can just you, gone back through and done a reaccounting. Can you use my, my current boots, or do you need to buy new boots? No, we have to get some. Uh... So we could like make them look however I want. Like, like I could go and shop for a nice pair of boots. Shoes. Let's get some shoes. Shoes. <laughs> Let's party. Shopping montage. <laughs> Selling oh, montage. Yeah. Shopping montage. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh no. It's actually, it's Cat's Grace. So I can't make. Oh it. fuck! Oh no! But you Rip. can make mine. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fuck. Laura. I thought I thought that the cleric had all of the buffing spells, and like Dex is one of the two I don't have. What a bummer, dude. Well, fine. That sucks. I guess I saw the other four and was just like, oh yeah, I must have like. Right. You 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 feel like you get the whole suite. Well, then what? There was. But no, some you don't gloves? get the whole point. <laughs> I don't know if gloves are really something I really need. Oh, uh, I can certainly make the the bracers for Emmeth, and I could make the the eye things for you. The price on the bracers is six k. Three k to make them. He said, "You think you get the whole suite, but no, you don't get PowerPoint." <laughs> Man, <laughs> no, it's it's publisher. Yeah, you definitely don't get, you don't get you don't publisher, get publisher and you don't get access or yes, project. That's right. That's or pro- the two, well, yeah. the project costs a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific joke. Yeah, right. <laughs> Carry on, I'll be here for a while. <laughs> oh. uh, I cast Microsoft Word. Yeah, right. <laughs> I could make our word word. I could upgrade a cloak of resistance for fifteen hundred. Yep, we've killed him. Yep. <laughs> well, he he's, did say he was going to be there for a while. Brian is a kill. There's nothing left. It's so funny because he's on mute too, so it's just like. <laughs> he's tearsing. Yep. Oh, Jesus. All right, so you guys head back to the Forge District? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about crafting, because we only got a little left. Let's yeah. talk about our own Discord. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yep. Sure. We can just figure out whatever I spend tonight on. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds good. All right. It's not done. <laughs> you guys head back once again up to the... I'll take over since Ryan's incapacitated at the moment. You head back once again up to the Forge District. And... Uh, Start start poking around. How do you want to try and track down for deer? Well, we... It was... He said that she was kind of not on the main drag. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A woman dwarf armor. Gnome. No? Yeah, no. Did I say dwarf? I yeah, dwarf. definitely I heard you dwarf. dwarf. I meant uh, gnome. <laughs> I was kind of like... I'm sorry. I was kind of like... That's not a really a dwarf name, but okay, gnome it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
I apologize. Definitely Sandorf. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. Um, Shouldn't be too hard to find in that case. Yeah, or we can <laughs> go, you know, kind of go around to some of the, the forges on the outskirts and see if we just see anyone who looks like that and then start asking. Yeah, sure. Perception checks then Perception. for the initial approach. Sure. Twenty-one. What an exceptional average roll. Okay, that's a sixteen. <laughs> ah. Sixteen. Seventeen. Thirty-five. Oh my god! <laughs> we rolled an eighteen. Why do we even bother? Fuck you. <laughs> it is at this moment that the rest of the party just decides to equip blindfolds for the remainder of the campaign. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyone want McCoy? No. I'm good, good, man. Thank you. My headcanon for this is that because Birdbrain's perception is actually 19, he's just pointing the stuff out to me. Oh. Yeah, you, you definitely have uh, hacks for this whole thing. Hacks. Hacks. Um, <laughs> yeah. I totally 100% on my own notice this thing, guys. <laughs> right? At this point, Bird 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 Brain's didn't like, show me at all. He's Bird. like flying around, like flying over it. Like, yeah, right. here, you idiot. <laughs> Bird Brain's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Scream! Scream! I'm just like fucking lost. Get trouble tonight. Oh god, we're all very giggly today. Yes. We've got like this piercing headache right here. Like what have should have been like 30 minutes today. Well, you know. It's been so good though. It is what it is. We've learned a lot. We have learned a lot. lot. And you made a lot of money. We're asking better questions and we're getting more intel than like we ever have before. Okay, anyway. Maybe they're just taking pity on us though. No, I don't think so. You guys head out back up into the Forge District. And at this point you guys are beginning to get a better sense of the lay of the land. Um, And as a result, it doesn't take more than maybe a lap or two. And you guys do spot bird brain spots. Uh, through the window of a small workshop set kind of back behind another workshop, uh, which is why you didn't maybe catch it the first time around. Um, A small building. It has a similar uh, base, short stone wall, kind of like the opening air forges, but this one has actually been closed in to be a full functional building. Um, There is a, uh, a chimney set atop it that's currently putting out just the faintest wisp of smoke as though perhaps there was a fire lit in there earlier today, but it has mostly since died out. And from inside, uh, you hear two voices. Um, One appears to be a female gnome's voice, uh, which you pick up pretty quickly with your Mm -hmm. ungodly perception roll. Uh, And the, the other one sounds of pretty strong Tindarian descent. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be cursing at something, and then you keep hearing like a couple repeated percussive noises. Oh. Um, and as you guys step into the, you, you kind of approach and head into the workshop. Uh, yep. Go ahead and knock on the... Do we stay at the when we When we get closer, can we hear anything that they're saying? Uh, make another perception check. Probably not. Fifteen. Fifteen. You mostly just hear a lot of cursing in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, a, but and, it's a male voice. Yes. Um, uh, and and as this is happening, um, 
you hear just kind of like some mild chuckling from the uh, the gnomish woman. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, let's go ahead and yeah give a little knock knock. As you approach, the door is actually slightly ajar. Oh. Well, um, still, I'll still. Yeah, and you kind of knock, and the door opens a little bit more. Um, and as you kind of peek in, uh, you see a, a pretty decent, just kind of open area workshop. Uh, there are a number of racks along one wall that have various tools, hammers, pliers. Um, set sort of in the center is a large uh, kind of armorer's table on which there are a number of various um, dies. Right, so blocks and molds and forms on which uh, metal plates can be hammered around to form breastplate and you know various van braces and and uh, coifs and different pieces of armor plating. Yeah. Um, set on uh, kind of as you begin to walk in on this end, there appears to be set kind of in the corner a, a bit of a, a hearth or a forge um, of reasonable size, but not like currently actively burning and not designed in the same capacity as the forges that are along the um, the Grand Forge's magma trough. Um, make a quick knowledge engineering check for you, mm -hmm. Alexander. <clears throat> Better knowledge this time? Yeah, actually, shockingly. That's a 14 plus six, so 20. Different dice this time? Yeah, different dice. Yeah. 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 You know from a general engineering principle that um, when you're creating armor, you don't typically need to apply as much heat to it. Mm -hmm. you, you just often will need to heat up specific pieces to sort of shape and, and work with the material. But in a lot of cases, it's just about pounding it into the correct shape mm -hmm. and then throwing it in to temper the um, material itself mm -hmm. to basically allow it to form the elasticity to the correct shape mm -hmm. rather than something more complicated like forging a weapon where the metal actually needs to be folded over on itself and extruded into a long shape and actually um, metallurgically re-adjusted on a molecular, molecular mm -hmm. level. Um, so this makes sense as an armorer's workshop. However, the thing that's the most interesting is not any of these things that I have previously discussed. It is the fact that in the far back corner there appears to be this sort of construction that takes up maybe a good eighth or so of the room. Mm -hmm. um, and as you, as you kind of make sense of this, you can look and see that from the back of this is sort of another large, almost like set of iron pipes that goes over and plums into the chi existing chimney from the hearth. Uh, and there is a large, or kind of, kind of another combustion chamber set at the back of this device that then is attached to a couple of tanks uh, and various uh, bits of piping and wheel work and the kind of like piston rods and various uh, devices and things that kind of all seem to be pieced together and geared together and eventually ends in a sort of six inch diameter uh, rod that's set above another such die. Mm -hmm. You're not quite sure what to make of this contraption, <laughs> but as you kind of uh, clamor in and, and approach, uh, the gnome woman sort of sees you guys and glances over and, and looks at you just as 
you can see the feet of uh, a male human sort of like on his back underneath of something, and he seems to just be pounding away at something with a hammer. Uh, and as he finally hits the last, like, boom, 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 something shifts, and a wheel turns, and the die just sort of drops down. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> he curses again, and the, uh, the gnomish woman kind of giggles for a moment. Uh, let me pull up her description, and I can give you a physical description of these characters. Ryan, do you have Percival pulled up? I knew it was Percival. Yes. As he begins to crawl his way out from under the machine, we'll shoot on that, and then I will find the other one as well. One bird force, two stone birds. (laughs) Two stone birds. Wait, that's not how that goes. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a capital thing. Go ahead, Ryan. Empire. Yeah, so the, uh, the human the human fellow sort of pulls his way out from I think the it's machine and, thing. and <laughs> <laughs> you know, muttering something under his breath before he, he turns and sees yeah, all of you and looks a bit startled and sort of like takes a half step back and straightens his vest. Um, he's a, kind of a bit tall, just over 6'2". Um, he's not the most built fellow, a bit lanky. Um, his blonde hair is pulled back into a hasty ponytail, um, and he wears a deep red tailed vest over a messy white shirt stained with soot and grease. Um, okay, interesting. He's got a weighted leather pouch that seems to be resting on his belt, um, and what appears to be like a jeweler's loop on a fine chain around his neck. Um, <clears throat> he looks sort of surprised at all of you before, you know, <clears throat> um... Hello. Uh, a quick pause there. The uh, the gnomish woman uh, for deer, uh, she has deep blue and purple hair with streaks of red and yellow. It's just sort of this like wildly colored mess. Um, she has pretty kind of um, kind of a darker tan skin, but very like uh, red, ruddy cheeks. Just very bold in color in general. Uh, currently wearing a thick green tunic that's cinched, it seems to be a little bit too big, and is cinched tight around the middle by a leather waist apron. Um, this is worn over the top of a pair of tan pants that are tucked into just a pair of plain leather boots. Um, and, uh, there are several kind of metal loops attached to the belt into which sit a variety of hammers and other tools. Uh, you also see tucked onto the other side of it, there's kind of a little custom leather pouch into which seems to be a small journal or perhaps sketchbook and charcoal has been pocketed on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, you also notice that under the outside of her right eye is sort of a single orange teardrop shaped tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, seeing you guys enter in as, as soon as Percival says this, she sort of turns and just like, ah, can't make any new orders right now, but if you come back tomorrow, I might be able to do something. Hi, how can I help you? <laughs> oh, hi. Uh, <clears throat> hello. Um, well, you know, we were we were actually directed to you by Tonic over... Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, we know Tonic. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, yeah. Um, we're actually looking for Ormond. Have you seen him lately? No. Do I believe her? Do I believe her? He gets to. I know. Both of you make sense motive checks. <clears throat> 20. 
27. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, she seems genuine, but more importantly, she seems sort of taken aback by the question. Um, not that she's offended by the request, but that maybe perhaps it was also something on her mind. Hmm. Uh-huh. And seems very strange that this group of bizarre individuals just walked in and asked after something that seems to be potentially relevant to these two individuals as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just because he, our employer in Craig had tried to commission a piece from him and hasn't heard back and we're finding him a bit difficult to locate. Hi, I'm Ondine. <laughs> Pardon me. What? Sorry, I I just said I've not heard from him either. I've not heard from him either. Oh. Okay. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks. A few days. Hmm. Days. Couple weeks. A few days. That long. Week and a half, maybe. I mean. Hmm. Seems like it was a bit ago. Last saw him. Yeah, over at Jan and. Who are you again? Oh, hi, I'm Ondine. Uh, I'm, I'm Alexander. Urban and Emmeth. Uh, we're the Haney Adventuring Committee. Right. Uh, Pleased to meet you. Welcome okay. to my workshop. Yes. Thank you. Or yeah. what it is at the moment. Mm-hmm. Been under repair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Seems seems interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we work for um, we work for Bridget. Hmm. I don't. Who's Can't say the no- name means anything to me. Is he from Crag. around? He's he's from Crag, so mm-hmm. he, we, we've traveled from Crag uh, to oh, all right. try to locate Orminda and the order that our that Gridget was trying to um, yes procure. Gridget oh. ordered a commissioned commissioned a, a piece of machinery that only that well presumably only Ormond. Could, could craft. It required. Um, it makes sense. He's quite good. Dwarven. Dwarven forged. Uh, dwarven forged. Fireforged. Uh, fire fire steel. Yeah. steel. Yes. Not uh, not exactly our area of expertise. Right. <clears throat> certainly, certainly understood. It's a useful material. Mm-hmm. As I understand it, I haven't really worked with the stuff myself. Too uh, hard for most of the things that I'm working with. But mm-hmm. uh, Percival has worked with it a fair bit. I think there's quite a bit in this contraption. <laughs> she kind of gives it a sideways glance. <laughs> oh, did you build that? I mean, yeah. yes. Um, oh. First of all, I presume. The fireforge steel <laughs> transfers heat very well. Uh, uh-huh. It's an incredibly versatile material. For that, at least. Nice. Sort of glances angrily at the machine. <laughs> <laughs> Do it's you, pretty uh, good for the, the, the dies and the hammer ends, too. Too hard for armor making. Yeah. Is there something broken with your machine? Yes. <laughs> Could you point me to the broken Some component? Some of the mecha- mechanisms have worn out prematurely, and it's been a bit of a pain to get in and replace them. Would you like some help? pauses for a moment. With all due respect, I think I'll be alright. Okay. Purdue just kind of shrugs. It's all beyond me. (laughs) Yeah. 
Urban here just has uh, has been able to magically repair things in the past. So. Got it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, much appreciated. Yeah. Um, this is an enclosed building. I I, I, I appreciate it, but it's it's, um, it's an enclosed building. The door is still ajar. Yeah. Um, hmm. But uh, anyway, more more to the point. No, we haven't seen Ormond in clearly a bit. Hmm. Um, this is now that you mention it. That's growing troubling. Yeah, well, I'm I'm getting a bit a number of people. He's, uh, houses. He's a he's a quiet sort of fellow, and it's not uncommon to not see him for a while from time to time. But okay, uh, I suppose he... we're overdue for a. Around over at the tavern. Mm-hmm. Does he? I mean, I don't know if you know much about his work, but does he generally leave his forge empty for long periods of time? I don't think so. He's a pretty deli- dedicated fellow. No, he's yeah, because yeah, days. because his the neighboring forge, um, Jason, I said he hadn't seen him for a few days either, and I'm not sure if that means a few days, like mm-hmm. three or four days or a week or wow. more. This is so. concerning. We've been busy dealing with this whole mess. I've got a mm-hmm. number of orders stacking back up, and right. so been bugging Percival here to get everything back up and running so I can make some progress. It's definitely concerning. We should maybe check maybe in on him. I can. I know, I know. But maybe we should uh, we could all... We could, Try and check on him at his home, perhaps, if he's not you know been at where work. He lives? Hey, he lives over in the bows. Um, okay. Yeah. Where most of us do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, our, our, our business is pretty urgent, and we are also gro- growing quite concerned about it, so. Right. How do you guys feel about me asking them to hang out for 10 minutes? To check mm-hmm. into the cabinet. Oh, yeah, we're probably close enough. 640 feet from his workshop. How are you going to message that? They're not going to just trust us. So I can magically look into the cabinet at Mormons and... I already said it. I I don't care about (laughs) that sort of stuff. (laughs) Like, I'm a cleric. I already offered to magically... Carry on, carry on. Yeah. You've already begun asking. Yeah, well, it's every time I say something. What? Never mind. I'll, I'll drop it. I'm done. I'm... No, I just didn't what? want them to necessarily know that we're trying to break into his cabinet. Well, we're not though. I mean, uh, we can we can message that any way we want. Like, we just want to look in and see if he's if it if completed it's there, the the order. If mm-hmm. it's not there, then it might have been stolen, and we could have this angle of like being worried mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he didn't finish it, or he never started it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I like the scrying idea personally. No, I do too. Well, I, I must admit, I really have no objections. Uh, given his absence, that's definitely concerning. If you think there might be some clues there or something that could be helpful, I'd definitely like to know what's happened to him. So, by all means. Mm-hmm. I close the door. <laughs> sure. Since I'm at the back of the party. Okay. While he's preparing the um, remote uh, sensor, is there any other questions you guys want or any other um, conversation? Would it be like characteristic of Ormond to receive a commission 
and not start on it immediately or to not finish it? Or are there special materials that he wouldn't have had access to that he needed to create dwarven fireforged steel? That. <laughs> no, I, I don't find it to be terribly characteristic at all. He's a pretty dedicated sort. Hmm. It's not unusual for us to maybe not hear from him for a while, but right. especially if he's busy, he's a reserved sort of fellow. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's pretty dedicated to his work. I would imagine if he received something of importance, then he would do his best to get it done as quick as possible. Hmm. I don't know what he would need to go anywhere to get. Most of the resources for that sort of stuff is pretty plentiful around here. We bring a lot of shipments in. Mm-hmm. Any anything out of the ordinary around the, the Forge District or around Poland, or <sighs> Nothing that strikes me. That I've seen. I'm yeah. trying to think back to the last time that we saw him. I guess it was his... I said it was his birthday. Yeah. That's what that sounds right. It was. <laughs> I must admit. I must admit, that's not the clearest of memories. <laughs> what he said. We, uh, celebrated in the dwarven fashion. Mm-hmm. And, uh... As is, as is right and proper. Orman's constitution is a bit, uh, Ooh. perhaps hardier than mine. I'm mm-hmm. roughly a quarter of his size. Mm-hmm. But, in any case, I'm trying to think. We were there with Ormond and Kendrick. If I recall, Kendrick was totally sloshed. (laughs) Passed out of the table, um... I think? Oh, nice. (laughs) That sounds right. I remember... I remember... Well... I remember Kendrick carried Ormond home, but thinking about it now, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> now, it must have been the other way around. You're probably right. Um, if yes, it... yes. Uh, uh, Ormond carried him home to, to, to Ormond's house, if I recall, because none of us wanted to carry Kendrick up the hill to his manor. Um... <laughs> Right, yeah. I think that was the last we saw. That, yeah, seems reasonable. Huh. I guess checking at his place would be a reasonable place to go. Hopefully he's doing okay. Maybe he's just a bit ill? I'm not sure. And you've seen Kendrick since. Or no? They both paused the thing for a moment. No, I can't say that I have. Uh-uh. Hmm. I haven't either. That's admittedly less normal. Do they seem Great. honest? Make a sense motive check. For one for each of them, or one for both of them? Uh, one for each of them. We haven't rolled enough dice today. Oh, what was sense motive? Can I sense motive as well? Sure. Do I believe that they're on the up and up? Yeah, go for it. And then we'll have you make a perception check for your uh, remote sensor. 20 for her, 9 for him. <laughs> okay, I got a 19 for her, and... Dang it! <laughs> and a 13 for him. So there's something about humans, they just play things closer to the chest. And you've already gotten the sense that he's a little bit more quiet, but she's an easier read. Mm-hmm. Um, she certainly seems very earnest. 
and her, her statements and sentiment. Yeah. Make a perception check for the scrying, if you might. 14 plus 11. 25. Nice. 25. Um, allow me to jump back over to... So 10 feet if it was pitch black, but cannot see if it was magically dark. Okay. Uh, well, it takes a moment as your vision is sort of... Do you have that description up, Ryan, by any chance, of what's in that cabinet? Oh, of what's in the thing? Yeah. So you take you take um, a moment and begin to focus. Kendrick's body. And your... <laughs> oh, God! Your vision, as you're beginning to focus, of the surroundings begins to blur and fade, and you almost feel like your sense of self is projected dramatically across. And then there's this brief moment where you flinch slightly as you slam through a cabinet door. <laughs> and it's dark. And then your your sense of vision sort of adjusts. You take a quick second and glance around what is admittedly a small container, a small yeah. cabinet. And inside, you see the following. Um, there is a sturdy jacket, a tall pair of boots, and a small box. Hmm. What's... What's in the box? <laughs> hey, how big is the box? Can't see what's in the box. Just the box. The box is the box. What are the dimensions? The device, right? Yeah. Wh- is it uh, roughly the size of the thingy? So okay. de- definitely like not bigger than a small box. Because okay. the dynamo was like... like the dynamo was a size like of a Like a 4 by 4 or 5 by 5 like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like a... Like a LaCroix can. <laughs> 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 Interesting. No lie. You see a logo Great use of that ability, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Trying to fit it in. Hey, I think it's a great use of that ability. Mm-hmm. Roleplay, yes! Way, it's way better than, than breaking into the thing in the broad daylight. Uh, or at like, night with the fucking guards! That's also true. Yeah. How much did I, I blow? Man... To glance around, because you get like a 36 seconds, right? Yeah, six rounds. You say 10 seconds. Just to, just to kind of get your bearings. Two rounds. Two rounds, okay. yep. yep. I think that's, I think that's reasonable. It just kind of like... <laughs> Cool. And then you back to snap back to reality. Well, it's not in there. (laughs) (laughs) There is a really small little box, and then just some clothes. Hmm. I was kind of expecting more. Like like his gear for when he just like a jacket. Just what's it his gear? Just like a couple things, but it's pretty much empty. Like he cleared it out, maybe. Mm. I mean, he he obviously tidied up. The forge. I mean, everything was in its place, or what looked like it could be habit. No, I know, but I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, he could have been making preparations of some sort. Yeah, I mean, I would expect the locked container to have more in it than whole pieces of clothing in a little box. <clears throat> Maybe it's an important box. I think we should definitely see if we can't locate. Him at his house. Yeah, I think right. that's our. Yeah. Well, both uh, Percival and I know where he lives. We could probably show you there once we wrap stuff up, or. Yeah. If, uh... You sure you don't want some help, Percival? I really, truly can fix it. Or you can, yeah. 
Probably can. Probably can. Unfortunately, um, there's a lot of moving parts, and at least from my knowledge, um, mending does not. Do enough. But I have make hole prepared. <laughs> <laughs> One use of it. <laughs> let me let me look at the description of make hole. Let me let me see if I. Why don't you just use that on the lockbox? Just make a hole in the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> God damn it! Uh, real life bard. <laughs> All the puns. Pun domain. Sorry, I just I just replayed that conversation and <laughs> heard what you said. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. Just got the streaming delay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Make holes the buffering. <laughs> I cast knock. Well, you knock. That might, that might, that might Nothing happens. Um, One object of up to 60 cubic feet. You're, you're more than welcome to give it a try, Howen. Sure. Say there. Um, well, it'll be another 10 minutes, guys. That's fine. That's yeah. Do you have knowledge engineering by any chance? I do. I trained them all this level. Then let's make a knowledge ah. engineering check. <laughs> to see if you can identify the pieces that need the most repair. <laughs> 28. Oh, Double nice. digits. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Okay. I have one slap left. We're actually going to use them all. It's enough a rough day for no It's time yeah. to go to bed. I can't slap you no yeah. more. Yeah. Right. Urban takes a moment and kind of crawls in under the machine, and you begin kind of looking around. And maybe it's from conversations with Alexander, or you know, thinking about the Gnomish Dynamo, or any of those other Mine. studies of engineering. Mm -hmm. You do see. Um, there, there appears to be one sort of gear attached to the main uh, kind of steam piston drive wheel me mechanism okay. that has worn down and <laughs> caused the rod to bend. Um, and he was sort of trying to see if he could hammer it back into place to remove the jam. But you can just to mostly see if you can get it freed back up and working. Yeah. Um, but you think that that's probably the best place to expend your your efforts. I will lay there and touch my holy symbol and just kind of put my hand on it and that one. start chanting. Okay. Yeah. Is it the, is oh, yeah. it the cat? No, the no. Shaquille O'Neal. Anything else that you guys would like to do while, while Urban is uh, uh, chanting into a machine? He's chanting into the machine. Okay, I'm um, while he's doing that, I'm going to uh, ask... Uh, so, how long have you been in the Forgewood? I'm assuming not originally from. Well, I mean, I suppose nobody really is. I've been here for... Hmm, five years or so? Very nice. Yeah. Um, six years, myself. Six? Oh, right. Yeah, um, less than a day. Mm-hmm. For, for us. Welcome! <laughs> it's a pretty swell place. Mm -hmm. I, I quite like it. I'm I'm finding it pleasant and uh, interesting. Yeah. 
mutters a voice from under the machine. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasant and lucrative. Yeah. I just love the idea that like you just have these well-timed like observations about the machine that happen to fit perfectly into the conversation. How would you make this decision? <laughs> um, do you do you leave the Forgewood ever or often? Not or? terribly. No. I, I've made a couple of small excursions. Um, every now and again, you know, the Foresters Guild will look for some additional hands, and some of us will volunteer. Just, I like the forest myself personally. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very exciting. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> never more than very, very short excursions. Right. I'll go for walks sometimes just around the outside wall. Mm-hmm. But uh, typically got to keep your eyes on everything. Make sure you can see the, see everything. Yeah. Yeah. I understand it gets dicey. That's Which is very fun, yeah. but, you know. That's also right. what we understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After some time, after some time, uh, you manage to finish the incantation, and as you cast Make Whole, the um, main drive wheel or drive sprocket that seems to have been worn down begins to sort of regrow all of the various teeth, almost in a sort of a, like, reforming itself back to its previous state. And as it does, it begins to shift in line with the other teeth, and the pressure actually causes the rod to bend back into its correct state. Mm -hmm. Ow. And you pause for a moment. Seems like the spell has maybe had an effect. I I got it. Turn it on? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, The main drive, the, the, the teeth weren't lined up, and the rod got the rod realigned, too. Sort of pulls pulls a notebook off of his things and flips a couple pages. This guy's kind of like a no. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Looks like it might actually work. He steps out for a second and, um, you know, goes to the the boiler and lights it up. Okay. Um, gotta let the pressure build for a minute. Well, you should place your order, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I just remembered that. Um, I <coughs> would like to order a, uh, a suit of extremely well-crafted, um, an extremely well-crafted chain shirt for uh, my falcon. For deer, sort of like perks <laughs> up a little bit and like kind of leans in and looks at the bird that just like somehow hadn't really noticed until this point. It just blends in. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Boy, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like reaches into a side pouch and pulls out like a basically like a measuring tape. Mm-hmm. Do you mind? Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> just like put set, him down. set him down on the table, and Bird Brain kind of like steps away a little bit. Like hop on. Kind of like <laughs> begins to carefully take some measurements and sort of pulls out the sketchbook and starts taking some notes. You know exactly what maneuver oh, yeah. I'm describing mm-hmm. to. There's a couple minutes that, that pass as she kind of finishes measurements and begins to draw up um, sort of a sketch. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, 
turns and shows you the sketchbook, and it, it's a little bit like of a comical illustration. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's the bird, but she's kind of given this like happy smiley face, <laughs> and then he's sort of drawn a very detailed drawing of mm -hmm. a nice male shirt that will presumably actually fit and not impede his movement too much. Nice. Is this kind of what you had in mind? That's that's exactly what I had. I will admit, it'd be the yeah. first thing time that I've made barding for something this small, but yeah. Um, you have to probably give me a week or so. Okay. Maybe a, uh, a few days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think we can. We're we're in town for at least a few days. Yeah. Just depends on how long everything takes yeah. to finish up. Well, with uh, the help on repairing this thing, I should be able to get started on it tomorrow. So, mm -hmm. uh, this will be fun. Okay. Uh, I look forward to it. Great. How how much? Thank you. You wanna you wanna print Money? that out? Yeah. It's two fifth. Just from what was it? It's in the it's in the Google Doc. Just from okay. steel. On the no special, just masterwork chain shirt barding. No, just masterwork chain shirt. It's not technically barding. I looked at that. Okay. Because it's not barding is only for mounts. Okay. So it's uh, just a just chain shirt for a diminutive <clears throat> creature. Yeah, for okay. a tiny creature. Small, oh yeah, three fifty or no tiny chain shirt for a familiar. Yeah. Okay, two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. Okay. So I just wondered if maybe um, saving the time with helping to fix your machine here. Well, that'll let me get it done faster. But yeah. with the materials and the intricate work for putting mail together, it's oh, yeah. relatively yeah. time-consuming. Two fifty, yeah. I think, seems very reasonable. Yeah, okay. for the expedited process. Sounds good. I got Excellent. that. I look yep. forward to working on that. Yes. Seems well, like it's working. Yeah. <laughs> This point you look over and you, you see he sort of pulls a lever on it um, and it starts to make some various whirring noises. <laughs> How's it look, Percival? So far, so good. Uh, yeah, he sort of straightens his, his vest for and then presses down on a foot pedal and the middle, um, I guess, hammer of sorts starts to, like, oscillate up and down and then... I was kind of wondering yeah. if she had the strength yeah. to pound <laughs> everything out. Yeah. Oh, this is very exciting. Thank you so much for your help. Happy Jewish. Thank you for your help with Mormon. Yeah. Shall we go uh, to Thank you for your help with that as well. I, hopefully... Please keep us posted. Oh, yeah. Direct us to his house. Oh, yeah, certainly, certainly. Or, um, or accompany us. Perhaps one of you, you are come with friends. us. Yeah. Uh, sure. Um, Do you have, like, a spare key? If it's locked? <laughs> admittedly, no. No? Okay. But uh, we can take you there, and well, I guess we'll see what we can figure out when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, boy, if we have to get in... Well, we have our ways to get in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Some of us are quite this. talented with that. Mm -hmm. Percival might be the better of the two to help with that if you need assistance, but if you've ah. got it under control, then either of us can take you there. I'm, I'm sure we can figure something out. We should, well, maybe we can take Percival. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you have quite a bit on your plate for today. Already. I do have some things I could, I could definitely yeah. catch up on that would be most appreciated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you mind, Percival? Perce? Uh, not at all. If this is working, at least for the time being, um, I figured I'd head home anyway and try and 
sketch up something to keep it from doing that again. That'd be good. So, All right. it's on the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Well, yeah. I think Pleased that... to meet you. Uh, stop back by in a couple days and we'll see if we've got the, the shirt sorted out. Great. Yeah. Thank you much. If I pay now or pay later, what's the, what's the etiquette? Give I'm not half, accustomed half, to handling half, my half own now, money. Half. Okay. Half now. Wow. Well, thank you very much. 125. Takes the coins. <laughs> goes over to a lockbox. <laughs> what's the etiquette? <laughs> 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 Shouldn't you know this? <laughs> He's not used to handling his own money. Uh, okay. Would you Why pour I that over to that Just pass, the, pass it down. I've been, I've, been, I've been in the military for the last 15 years. Ooh, yeah. we're going to need a new bottle. I, w- I would like more of that, please. Thank Plus, you. Well, you can have the end of it. I would like the end of that, please. Thank you. All right. So you guys head out from... Very nice, by the way. Thank you for our help. Yeah. Thanks much, man. You guys head back out from the Forge District and travel over to a district that I don't believe has been described yet. No. Um, first of all, where is it? Leads you um, to what is the southwestern-ish area of Forgewood. Um, as you head over that way, you find that the frequency of shops. Um, and stores slowly decreases, what? leading into more, um, well, less clinging noises, and more, um, more garden spaces and, and lower level, what appear to be homes, uh, um, as you, as you sort of enter this district proper, um, uh, which Percival tells you is known as the Bows, um, this is a very vertical district. You sort of sort of enter the area where it really feels like a new place. Um, you're looking around at the beds of wildflowers and berry bushes and, and crops and gardens, um, a smattering of houses, and you know you see a few in, in some of the upper levels. You go, wow, that's, that's a lot of houses, but that doesn't look like enough houses for all of the people that are here. And then you look up. <laughs> and in a in, a, in a, a web of bridges and walkways, ladders and stairs, up at least five stories, pretty uniformly throughout the whole district, are homes built into trees, against trees, on trees, around trees, different shapes and sizes, whatever made sense and fit. Up. Um, in this set of four or five large trees. Um, you, you, you look around and you, you spot a couple of them. Um, let me see here. A number, a number of ropes hang down from some of the higher levels, uh, which, which strikes you as sort of interesting, though you don't see them in use. There's nothing on the bottom ends of them, like the the buckets or, or hooks and cranes of the Merchant's Veil. Vale. Um, you do see, you do see looking around, there are a couple of inns um, and quieter places away from the main body of the Merchant's Veil, vale, but for the most part it really is just this largely vertical nest of 
of housing. Um, you you look around and, and you know just just try and get your bearings. You like pick out a house. It's like okay, how would I get there? And it goes down and over and across <laughs> and behind a tree and out of sight. And you have no idea how it, how it connects at all. If you thought the Merchant's Veil was confusing, this is on an entirely different level. Two of them, in fact. Um, <laughs> Uh, and so, so as you're as you're walking through, kind of staring up at all of it, um, Percival's like, um, so woman's house is just here. And he points to a small home um, on, on the ground level, near the base of a tree. All right. Um, here we go. Going. Look like. That's the that's the place. Um, do you need? Anything else for me? There was a question, what does it look like? Uh, Doors, uh, windows, uh, roof. Built into the tree, or its own structure? No, it's its, it's, its own structure, oh, like okay. most things. It's its own structure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, it's a nice little flower house. It's not terribly ornate. Mm-hmm. Um, sturdy, well-built. Um, from milled timber, that is mm-hmm. most of it. Um, it doesn't have as many curves as some of the other fancier buildings, and definitely not as much as you see up in the, the higher levels. Um, there are some very, I suppose, abstract designs. Round doors, weird arches upside down, things, <laughs> second stories that are bigger than the first story. Mm-hmm. I need to wrap it up um, in like third time. But Ormond's okay. house seems relatively... Yeah, well maybe this is a good... Uh, yeah, I figured this normal. is as good a great yeah, stopping point as any. Well then at that point, <laughs> Percival asked if there was anything else. Do I think you should stay with us? Yeah, mm-hmm. at least for Please. your own, yes. you know. Well, and we're all interested in Ormond. I don't want anyone to think that we are burglaring his house if mm-hmm. one of his friends is with us who's local you know you could vouch That's, um, for the intent a reasonable concern I mm-hmm. can stick around for a little while yeah and and at least if, you know if he is here then you will have peace of mind that he is okay as well so that's true yeah okay then I will pose the question as you approach the front door what would you like to do <clears throat> Just knock on it. Is there a window? Um, yeah, is yeah. there a window? There, Can there is window? a window <laughs> on the front and another on the side. Mm-hmm. Both of them seem to have curtains drawn. Curtains drawn. No, no cracks in the curtains. No eagle eye. Uh, they're, they're drawn pretty tight. Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> through. Oh, that's like 25. Oh. You got a 9 plus 16. Also a 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to gauge any real detail, but you can kind of see in there. Just barely. Mm-hmm. The interior's dark and you don't see any motion. Okay. Is the door locked? You try the door and the door is locked. Touch magic. Knock. On the door while she's knocking. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Um, you... Quickly do a quick detect magic. Nothing stands out. 
Yeah. I look around. Is there anybody who's watching the house? Make a perception check. Eleven. Oh. No one seems to be paying too much mind to you guys at this point. Okay. How busy is it? Relatively busy. Um, you guys are now basically hitting dinner hour, and there are a lot of mm-hmm. people heading either back to this district where there's a fair bit of foot traffic, which helps you guys kind of sink into the crowd, um, or heading away from this district, perhaps over to the Merchant's Vale where a lot of taverns and things are. Um, You take a quick second and knock. Knock. Kind of like listen, see if I hear any movement. Nothing. Nothing. And I'm going to kind of like not loudly say, do we want to go in? Yes. Maybe people can just kind of like, like block me a little bit from view. Yes, pick that lock, and I can. Okay, I would like a quick bluff check from the three of you. Mm-hmm. From, <coughs> from me? Not from you. Oh, not. From me. And a, a sleight of hand or a disabled device oh, check yeah. from you. Okay, that's, that's thirteen. So. Bluff plus zero, so that's a one. I'm gonna burn my ear. Okay. Yes! 17. Okay. Maybe. My. My. Urban, you stand in front of two of the most conspicuous motherfuckers you have ever stood in front of. As, as Alexander does his best to look cool and sort of over exaggeratedly leans against the door frame. Oh, pay no mind to me. Nothing to see here. And Emmeth is just sort of like, <laughs> and you're just doing your best to like, like do some stretching or something so that you know you're hiding them yeah. from view as you make seventeen. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Mm. Yeah, I rolled pretty Was poorly. It? Seventeen. Yeah, because I only ha- I have a plus thirteen, but I rolled a four. It. That does it. Okay. Oh. You take a couple of moments, and there's a click. And you press the door open. Uh, I want to just very quickly try to see if there's any traps on the door. Like, before I push it open, like... <laughs> okay, go and make, make sorry, a perception sorry, check sorry, with sorry, trap sorry. finding. You said she pushed, so... I didn't That's say. fine, that's mm-hmm. fine. Oh, it's, a, mm. it's fucking 17 again. God damn it. You don't see any traps. Okay. Which is good, because you would have already sprung them. Mm-hmm. Well, not if it was a tripwire, like... But, yeah. In any case, but if it was a trapped lock, it would have already yeah, been yeah, sprung. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. In any case... You push the door open. I was trying to do it quickly, so I didn't. And begin to peer inside as the light from outside begins to pour in and illuminate mm-hmm. the room. And that's where we'll go ahead and end it. Yes. Uh, for next session. Should've wanted to go the dark. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> can I ask one question? Because I'm not going to remember it next session. Oh, sure. If not, I can write it down. It's okay. Write it down anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. what was your question? Why not both? So you said that there's all of these tiers of tree houses. Mm-hmm. Does it are they like bored into the <coughs> trees? Are the trees like le- leaking sap? Like, does it look violent, or is it just kind of like? You know? No. Um, it's 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 mostly. Yeah, no, there aren't there aren't really any. Um buildings built into the trees themselves. But the rain guard? Um, 
and you can tell where there there would be places where they would have been ha, had have to have been anchored into the trees. Um, but it's not as though they've hollowed out the trees or anything to, to build space inside. And the trees look healthy, um, right? They do. Okay. Yeah, it's all it's like treehouse construction. Like, yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a reasonable question. At it's harmony a very reasonable question. with the trees. <clears throat> cool. Well, welcome to Forgewood, guys. Awesome. You guys saw a lot of it today. Great time so far. (laughs) (laughs) One day. (laughs) One day. Well, to be fair.